Hey everybody, real quick, this will be an audio-only podcast as Tam is live over doing his subathon at twitch.tv slash tamcardwell. You can catch him there, trap him in gamer jail, drop him a subscription uh, for all the stuff he does for the community. I think he has over 80 hours to go as I'm recording this, so he will be there for quite a while. This will be an audio-only podcast, so please enjoy. I do not have the visuals as I recorded this on my end, but I don't get Tam's whole setup. I'm not nearly as savvy at this as he is. So again, please enjoy episode nine of Board State. We'll catch you this Tuesday, 8 p.m. Eastern, 7 Central over at twitch.tv slash Tam Cardwell. Hey everyone, welcome to episode nine of the Board State podcast, an unfun stuff sponsored podcast. Uh, how are you doing, Tam? I'm good. I'm great. I'm feeling I'm feeling good. Uh hit a bit of a second wind. I'm feeling I'm feeling all right. So for those who are listening to the podcast and they don't follow you on Twitch for some reason, want to explain to them what they're uh, what, what what you're doing right now? Yeah, I have currently been live on Twitch. Uh my OBS has been live for 103 hours and 10 minutes. Um I am doing a uh, Iron Man subathon. So I have given myself the challenge to uh, play and win a game with every single character under everything, every single symbol in the game. So that is 303 games that I have to play and win. Um, if I lose, um, I have to stay on that character for until I give up on the deck. And then I have to go remake the deck and then bring it back. Um, I'm currently 86 characters in, and I've done a bunch of deck building. Um, I've been live for five days approximately right so friday saturday sunday and you're like Monday, sleeping on stream too tuesday right? and i am sleeping on stream Weird. um yeah it's just because like i don't know people would be disinterested if i if i didn't you know yeah um like i am i am sleeping on streaming and and still having 13 viewers which is crazy to me but like it's a thing that people want to see or want to happen right like like half of it is you know the goal, the the point, the point is, is that we, uh, that I'm miserable, like that's the goal, and so <laughs> that's such a miserable thing. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, but it's uh, honestly, it's been really fun. The biggest thing that I'm finding is actually about. I don't want. I don't want to say fifty-fifty, but there is like a non-zero percent chance that any character can win any game as long as you have the right deck build. Um, I think that your deck construction is so potent and powerful that um, I clicked. I don't have the right thing. There we go. That's better visually. Uh, yeah, I think deck building is so potent and powerful that um, you can play really good packages and your character is just there to support the package um obviously obviously there's some outliers at the very tip top right but like i just made a magni deck under all um and my, i look at the character and i go well the goal is on turn two i'm gonna texas smash you and i'm just gonna try and high roll you right sure. um uh, i'm on order i'm i'm in a magni deck i'm just gonna funny punch you and the, the goal is just to hit a f focus punch on turn two and melt a seven-hander that's cool this yeah. idea and challenge is like definitely tailoring my deck building a little bit because like i just got to get one right i gotta have one one good game that's fair yeah but it is showing me some really neat combos in characters that i hadn't thought of right um 
there's lots of lots of uh cool interactions with uh things happening in 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 a, in a bunch of different characters both on my side and on my my rival side what my opponent's doing it's cool it's neat yeah that's pretty cool i I jumped in a couple times i played my silly spinner deck and did not get to play the game but it's been cool watching you do it it's been cool watching you do it i had a little bit of a goofs and gaffs today damn yeah yeah you remember how i told you that like the podcast might be late because i had my tattoo appointment yeah got all showered all clean got in my car went and got went and got coffee for my tattoo artist like i always do just as like a little here's a little treat um Mm -hmm. got some coffee for myself showed up Walked in the door. He's got some girl in the chair that he's tattooing. And I go, I'm here on the wrong day, aren't I? And he goes, yeah, man, you're supposed to be here tomorrow. So uh, I got up early and like got all ready to go. And so I gave him his coffee and I said, all right, man, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll see you tomorrow <laughs> with another fresh coffee. With another coffee. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I got there and uh, he was just like tattooing some girl. And the girl, you could definitely tell the girl was like, uncomfortable because i just like let me put it this way he was tattooing her and it wasn't like she was like being revealed or anything but she definitely was like in yeah. a compromised position and i just like pulled the curtain to the side because i was like i'm supposed to be in there right yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> um and uh i just gave him his coffee and shut it and i was like see you later dude i'll see you next time um <laughs> So, and he, like, the way their studio is set up, I also should have used my brain. If the curtains close, clearly someone's in there because it's very open. Um, and they have, like, a room if you want to get something that's, like, a bit in a bit more of, like, a private area or whatever, like, in a bit more of a sensitive area. Um, yeah. And when the curtain's up, it usually means that, like, you're, you have someone who, like, has their shirt off or is, like, in a position that, like, is uncomfortable. Like, they would be uncomfortable being stared at. And I should have used yeah. my brain. I just didn't. I just, <laughs> that's me. So uh but yeah now i have my tattoo appointment tomorrow that'll be pretty fun um other than that exciting how was your weekend besides you did streaming my weekend we're gonna talk about my weekend now please yeah your weekend is way more exciting than mine i (laughs) bet i played more my hero than you did (laughs) you you did you definitely played well actually you took a real long break on like sunday right for board games or was that saturday it was like an hour and a half okay um real long i think is stretching it Okay, uh, I thought there was but, a day where you just like stopped playing and made decks and played board games and stuff, but oh, I miss the, the the only big deck build that I've uh, deck build grind that I've done is today before the podcast. Now after the podcast, obviously, if you're watching, we're gonna play games. Okay, yeah. So, um, I had my in store provisional and I got first with all Eraserhead one, um, Levi's build that he just posted over on YouTube. I changed four cards. Um, he had Sugar Rush power up in the main deck and I never, in the testing I did with it, I never found a reason to have that in my main deck. So I put in Capture Evildoers and I bumped Villains Defeated up to a four, um, because I thought we would have more Ojiro twos than we did. We had only had two. I thought we'd have four. It was like a pretty good event. We had an Air Jiro, Avoid Eraserhead, and All All Might 2, Avoid Midnight, a Chaos All for One, an Order Spinner, an Earth Ojiro 2. A Water Mineta 2, an Earth Sato 1, an Earth, so- an Earth Odro 2, and an All Eraser Head. Um, How many people total? 11. Um, okay. 11, I think we had, yeah, it was 11, and we had two that signed up and like just basically dropped from the event. Um, so I think it might have been. One of the prizing, or? Uh, AJ had to work, so he entered with Jiro. One is round one, conceded to his opponent. One is round two, conceded to his opponent, and then had to go work the counter uh, at the shop. Ah. 
And then uh, Gabe last minute switched to Void Eraserhead. He's like still a newer player and he struggled a little bit. Wasn't having a good time. I think he played against Medetta 2 for like the first time ever and was just like, whatever that was, I didn't like it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was pretty, pretty good event. The, the ending kind of sucks. So in round two, uh, for those of you running your store provisional, the website says that you don't run top cuts. It says that you cut after Swiss. The packet you get for running your event says that you run top cuts if you have more than nine or more people. Um, I announced we were running top cuts because I didn't read the packet. I just took the promos out and threw it away. And then when I was sitting in the office putting the results in, I pulled up the packet in round two and I went, oh, it says we're supposed to run top cuts. So I messaged Jellyfish guy and I was like, hey, what's the deal? And he was like, oh, it's TO's discretion. And so I asked everybody what they would like to do. And it was like nine to two. Let's just end it up for Swiss. Because if we played top cuts out, I was taking a dinner break. And then we had to play untimed top cuts. And we would have been there till like one or two in the morning. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, the deck felt really good. Um, I still think that like it has the same issues that... I have with a racer head engine right now, which is he's made a paper on turn two and his turn right. three hand determines how the rest of the game goes. Um, if on turn three, you draw your hand and you get like four attacks a foundation and two actions and you're playing this all build and those attacks don't draw you cards. They're not cat punch and Valiant assault. You're just like, well, I guess I lose, right? Like I'm not going to kill you off six foundations or whatever. Um, mm -hmm. You know, he really wants turn three to be, I'm going to build the 10 foundations, set up my defense, my wall is set up, time for you to break, try to break it. Uh, and he is still really soft on turn two. My hardest match of the day. Um, so the only game I lost was to, to an Odro two, but my hardest game, match of the day was against all for one. Um, he was playing Twisting mm. Azure Inferno Chaos all for one. And he wasn't playing it to be aggressive. He was playing it to build 10 foundations, play a Twisting Azure Inferno, and go all for one enhance. Yeah. And he would just string. He had double jab pummel. You know how we complain about Jira with double jab pummel? Yeah. I mean, all for one gives double jab pummel three or four damage, right? Like, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. I'm going to set That's up. tight. Yeah. And That's so, very, very cool. Uh, and he was playing like jolts and zero gravity lifts and like um, just a lot of things that made the matchup like a little bit tough. And, uh, mm. uh, but I had like villains defeated in spooky and, and, he he weirdly he conceded out of concern for time because there was like 10 minutes left. I played an attack, I played a valiant assault, I drew two cards, I erased his defensive foundation he had, and then committed my character to draw two cards. And he went, Well, you probably have it, I'll just scoop. And I went, Are you sure? And he's like, Yeah, yeah, let's go to game two. And I was like, Okay. And I was looking at my hand of eleven foundations. Yeah. So I was like You you drew cards on your second move. There's no way you have it. Yeah. You don't so. have it. Um, he just conceded and then we went to game two and I was like, holy crap, I had 11 foundations in my hand. Um, and you know, he was just saving up for like a bunch of giant ultimate combinations. Um, luckily yeah. like I just brought in a night watch game two, the onus was on him to kill me. But like when he went to go kill me, I had like a night watch, double villains defeated, um, erase your character. So, well, uh, what else did I play against? I put against Sato one, that matchup was pretty easy. And then I put against Odro two and that matchup is it's scary. Like I, I don't agree with Levi saying it's just like a free win. Um, Odro two does get to kill you on turn two. Like you are still made of paper. You're still like, yeah, you get to erase and you get to mid block his back alley. But if his turn one build includes a snack time, you, you, you're still just as susceptible as every other 20 health character in the game is to stun three. Right. Um, the other, the other yeah. thing is, is like as Ojiro, you are allowed to 
uh like you know pseudo play around what's going on on a racer's board right like yeah. i i played uh i was playing against uh, uh a guy named zach on on the subathon thing my first time he was playing death eraser i was playing either all or earth ojuro 2 i don't remember i think it was earth and um Whenever we uh, played, it was just like I never wanted to toss three. I just didn't put three cards of uh, three different zones in my card pool. I just mm. didn't do that. So he never raced me. So I got all my stats. And then the two zones that I picked just weren't mid. So he partial blocked everything. So it was just like slam you for four, slam you for four, slam you for four, slam you for four, build one pass. Okay, you're a racer. You didn't kill me. I'll draw. And I'll do that same string again. Um, just like. He never feels comfortable enough to erase me, and then, uh, like you know, he just partial blocks everything. And like maybe the all symbol has a has a different way to deal with that, but like that feels like a solid game plan as Odoro. Just use your brain a bit. Yeah, it, it all this event did show me though was like, man, the format's not like I think the format is in a weird place. I know some people are calling it like terrible, and and I was kind of engaging with chat while you were gone because someone called it like horrific or awful or something i don't think it's in a good place but like i think there's a very clearly defined control deck if you like that strategy and there's a lot of aggro decks the format is missing mm. that like cool goofy like staff strike jiro mid-rangey deck mm. like that that's truly missing from the format i think but if you like aggro and you like control i think there's definitely at least two very solid control decks the issue is that like they feel really 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 like glass jaw on turn two um so like yeah. that that's the that's the big negative right now is i feel like there are two types of decks that are just missing right now i don't think you're allowed to play like turn four style decks you need to be either playing a deck that wants to go to turn seven or a deck that wants to end on turn three um and i think like if you're trying to play the game in those in-between turns you're in a weird spot where like the aggro deck just can catch you with your pants down yeah and then or the control deck just says you don't get to do your thing um right other than that, though, I think it was a lot of fun. Uh, and then we had our uh, we had another provisional down the road. I didn't go to that one. That's the one where all the Odros went. It was seven people, and five of the seven were playing Odro too. Oh no! Yeah, and they were done. They started at noon, and at two two fifteen, someone messaged and said, "I've got my invite." So they were done in two hours and fifteen minutes uh, playing the Odro two event. Uh, Brad Townsley oh, messaged yeah. me at like twelve twenty, and he was like. What time does your event start? I might drive over there because um, I already lost in round one. And it, I was like, didn't you just start like t 10 minutes ago? And he was like, yeah. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> uh, the guy who won that one played Odro 2 Mirrors all day. It's actually Zach from the guy you're playing on stream with. Oh. Yeah, he oh, just played Odro oh, 2 Mirrors yeah. all day. So Fair enough. Uh, other than that, though. Hey, you know. Yeah, it's cool. Let's be good at dice rolling. Uh, speaking of provisionals, we're kind of doing like a news dump. Uh, I asked in the main Discord, anyone have like... Uh, something they want us to talk about when we were trying to figure out topics and jellyfish guy messaged me and just uh knew that we have like a pretty big audience um and said that uh if you were curious if your why your store didn't get a provisional event go check they just added a bunch of uh provisional events to the website oh, oh cool so if you if you were curious about why your store didn't or if they did or if they applied or not um he just said a bunch more just got added to the website and i went and looked and the list is way longer now it's it's very very long uh, and all, it goes all the way through the end of may now where i think before it was the end of april um 
What if your store doesn't get a provisional? Is there something that you could do? Yeah, so Bromley, uh, I know Rochester is, but Unfun Stuff is doing a online provisional on April 8th. Uh, you can, it's got 108 people limit. Uh, he's going to have judges, like a whole staff going. I think he might try to, um, he might try to, to cast the event. I'm not 100% sure on that. Um, mm -hmm. But I did say that, like, if he needed help with it, casting or judging or whatever, I would help him. Um, but yeah, April 8th, you can head over to the Unfun Stuff Discord. He's got all that info there. If you don't have a locals and you're looking for an invite, um, I will. I'll post that link over in Twitch chat. And then if I if Andrew remembers in the future, future Andrew remembers, it'll go in the description of the video. Um, okay. But oh, yeah. yeah, $20 entry. Uh, entry is a little bit more than recommended because he does have to ship you your prizing, right? So. Yeah, I mean that that makes sense. It, the, 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 like, you are paying a premium price to have the, yeah, paying play, paying a premium price for the privilege of playing. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, other than that, though, yeah, uh, kind of leading us into our next topic, the, uh, the our next topic, I believe, was the next Mega Money Monday, you know, <laughs> Monster Monday. Uh, got a, <laughs> Monday, Monday, Monday. Um, <laughs> got announced. It's actually April 10th. So two days after Bromley's provisional, he is hosting the next MMM. Uh, $1,000 on the line, $125 to everyone who goes undefeated. Uh, this time, the deck building restriction is you have to have four of the new DLC cards in your deck. Um, Wait. You have to have four of the DLC cards in your deck? You have to have, a like, four in any combination. Hmm. Uh, small issue, Tam. Do you know yeah. when the official release date of the DLC is? Uh, well, I don't have it in my hands currently, so it's... It's three days before. It's April 7th. Uh, oh. Yeah. So, oh. and then when, when, when they were questioned about it, the answer was, sign up if you don't get your DLC on team, ask DLC on time, ask a refund. Ask for a refund. And uh, we will refund you and if there's a waiting list we'll move somebody up into your spot that's crazy yeah huh so yeah uh your card has to have four copies of cards from the dlc either four copies of a single card or just four copies in general if you want to play a bunch of one-ofs you can do that as well um mm. but the pricing will be you know 125 dollars to top eight uh but yeah you can just play a stacker right if you just want to play four midoriya threes you can just play four Midoriya 3s if you just want to play with four Eraserhead 2s or, or four Bakugo 3s, or you want to play with four copies of All Might's Mentorship or whatever. That's all you have to do. You don't have to, like, completely redo your deck. Um, I do think this means you'll see a lot of the characters because that's the easiest way to do it, right? Make your character a chibi yeah. character, put the other three in, ship it, um, which is cool. Uh, and then they're changing the way the tiebreaker worked. Remember last time there was a lot of a lot of drama, you know, over the uh, yeah, 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 yeah. tiebreaker. Uh, when time in the round is called, the game immediately ends, and whichever player has the most game wins is the winner. If there's a tie in game wins, the current game will be decided who has the least missing health. Okay. So. Um, yeah. I, uh, I think that that is a much better change than, uh, than what's going on. Uh, last time, it's not quite exactly the change that I wanted it to be, but it's uh, uh, it is better. Yeah, and signups go up April third at five p.m. Pacific, eight Eastern. So, 
in about okay. a week from or six days from today. Um, and for an example, in the article, they said, for example, if player A is playing Eraserhead 1 with 19 maximum health and player B is playing Izuku Midoriya 1 with 28 max health, time is called and Eraserhead has 18 and Midoriya has 24, Eraserhead wins the match. Um, hmm. If they have the same current missing health, let's say Eraserhead <coughs> is at 14 and Midoriya is, or is at 15 and Midoriya is at 24, they will play until a player loses health. I think that makes sense. So I I think that I think that makes way more sense than uh than what it was before, um and and again it's just going to change the deck building choices that that people get to make right like now your muscular nomus feel a little worse because they're a little worse at blocking and so like when you get into that clutch time crunch you're just like well uh <laughs> here it is yeah I think it's it's slightly less tilted towards five handers and like having a big giant health pool. Um, it is still a, it might be a little too tilted the other way now towards like defensive characters. Uh, but well, the, I don't know. It's, it's fine. Right. These, the biggest thing to remember is these events have to have eight undefeated players. Right. So they're going to always have some kind of tiebreaker rule that isn't like, well, there's draws. They don't want there to be draws. Um, so that's all, that's what, like what I've been reminding like my, one of my locals was kind of upset about it and I was like hey man these events have to end in a winner so yes. yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I have you heard about uh casting or whatever I've been in gamer prison for yeah I asked Bromley and he said that we have first dibs if you would like to do it again okay okay um, I'm going to do um, it I know that you have a lot going on so yeah I it's on the eighth. Yeah, it's on the eighth. It's it would be no. It's on the tenth. Eighth oh, is no, the provisional. The tenth is MMM. Um, I have the potential to still be live, but if not, I'm down. Right? Like that yeah. that sounds fine to me. The, the only thing is, it would kill deck doctors for you for like an entire week because that's when you're like flying out on Tuesday or Wednesday. That's the week oh, of yeah. Orlando. So. Oh yeah. You would have like we'll figure it out. Week iced of, we'll figure of, it out. Yeah. So, um, if needed, we'll just we'll just do it some other time. It's chill. It's chill. It's chill. <laughs> but jumping into, I guess the MMM, we have those DLC cards, which like I know that you and I really haven't talked about in great detail beyond our tier list. Do you have those ready to get pulled up? Yeah, I do. Uh, because of this whole Iron Man thing, boy howdy, I've been looking at these. Uh, I've been looking at these uh, DLC cards, like, a lot. <laughs> like, a lot, a lot. Um, I'm kind of a... I'm kind of a really big fan. I, I said that I was ready, and then I'm just actually not. <laughs> You're good. Uh, uh, how, how do you feel about the art? Like, before we get into the cards, do you like the art? Oh, I like the art a lot. Um, I think the art is... I think the art's super, super cute. Uh, I don't... I mean, we'll get into it. I don't like the symbol spread, but that's... a. Uh, that's me just being a uh, maybe maybe too much of a lamo. I think there's some cool um, cards in here for sure. Yes, I think the abilities in the cards are very cool. I don't I don't like how the symbols are spread. Anywho, uh, yeah, uh, I'll, I have a Racerhead three on screen. Cool, a Racerhead three. Uh, he's basically just begging you to play Staff Strike, right? That's just kind of what yeah. this guy does. Five twenty nine, all life and void, so two Staff Strike symbols. Uh, your eraser red cards get minus three difficulty. I'm sorry. He's also a five diff, which is relevant for his text. 
your eraser head cards get minus three difficulty enhance your attack gets plus one plus one for each non-attack card in your card pool if it's the second time you have played this ability this turn your next attack ignores progressive difficulty and after you play a character card draw two cards and seal one rival foundation he's just begging you to play like create capture net like uh staff strikey stuff right like that's just kind of what this guy is asking you to do yeah like the coolest thing you can do with this guy is like play eraser head seal their best thing draw your two cards play an attack pump one one play uh an eraser head play an attack pump two two play a foundation staff strike on a six and then continue right like yeah and then everything gets just like plus three plus three for the rest of the turn um he's kind of got like he <clears throat> similar on this symbol at least to like odro of like plus one plus one plus two plus two plus three plus three plus three for the rest of them doesn't count as progressive they all ignore he's a five-hander that has to find this wombo combo i played two games last night and i lost the first one because like i just couldn't find the combo it was just those. like i just couldn't i was like man it'd be so sick if i like had erasers in my hand on my turn it would be so sick if i could have uh like if i could draw staff strikes at all right like it, it oof, rough um i think this is one of the coolest designed characters that they've ever made for my hero yeah i think I he's really cool guy. i, so I cool. like that he has void uh so you can play him with tape and stuff you can play him with tape that's like my or oh. my brain went immediately i didn't even think about staff Drake. i just went about oh you can tape buddy block draw two cards steal a thing yeah uh i think yeah he's cool. defensively he's amazing he's yeah. so so good um uh, that response mm -hmm. is not once per turn i feel like that like that that one point that said once per turn and then someone was like let's just take it off what's the worst that could happen right like what's the worst that could happen so um, i mean you, you gotta put a bunch of bad character cards in your deck right so yeah. like there's that it is neat though he does get to do the thing like if he wants to be void he does get to play like eraserhead in his main deck to not take up a sideboard slot like eraserhead one yeah um so he he can like if he wants to have like three erases or two erases in his sideboard to go into eraserhead one he gets to do that uh the the yeah right the, the first thing though is that he screams staff strike and then i think he like he can kind of do things with the weapon stuff the weapon combo package like because there are a lot of foundations now that just have the weapon keyword so you can combo off of them yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah he's pretty cool uh what's the next one on this is it adoria it's midoria midoria three i know you're really stoked for this guy i think that this is the best character of the four interesting I want to know who at Jasco has a raging hard on for Mega Man Two Dot. Jeremy Ray. <laughs> Why do we need two different Mega Man Two Dot variants in a year? Oh, with Momo Two. Yeah, because Momo Two sucks. Momo Two is not good. Momo Two is cool. Momo Two is cool. Yeah. Momo Two is not good. Um, right? let's make let's make Momo Two. This is this is a combination of both Mega Man, uh, Two and Mega Man Three. Three diff stacker character cares about stacking, gives keywords, gives damage, and then Mega Man got to discard to search, and then uh, uh, draw. Uh, this guy just draws, right? Sure, he's he's neat. Like I, I I think that like I think a lot of people that whenever they they tell me about their Midoriya three deck. Uh, Mm -hmm. They always talk about like the perfect hand where they got to back alley you into a heroic strike and like, but then they show me like 65 card piles. I think if you got yeah. this guy down like a nice neat 50 cards, it'd be really cool. And I know you're really into like ice storm on every move, right? Um, I think ice storm on every move is insane. Or on right? one move like, once per turn or whatever. Um, 
the the thing about him that is neat to me is like I always think that the you, you really like the kick package and my thing on the kick package is it really needs damage and that's why fourth kind played it so well was he was able to make like the big finisher have four damage on it yeah and so like this guy can give damage to kick attacks you're right it's it's this is supposed to be the first iteration of like the the kick kicking Midoriya the the when he was doing the kicks uh I don't you can tell because of his big legs uh that's the big, only neg- that's, so that's legs <laughs> that's my big issue with this guy is like I wanted to have that when we got kick Midoriya the art to be a little bit more dynamic than this like i didn't want it to be this i don't know i guess i had uh things in my um in my brain about like you know no i get it yeah i get it fully i Um, I totally totally get it i think this guy's rad i think this guy's super super good um i think that he is they made a midoriya for me yeah i I like that he says i love everything about this i like that he says kick on him so uh like i said i thought kicks really could use damage and and now he gets to be that i think he's gonna run into the same issues that i have with the the earth and good symbols is that like you're not gonna convince me to play this guy over odro 2 and you're not gonna convince me to play this guy over all might 3 for the most part sure i Um, think that that is totally fair i think that's fair um i think so so here's here's my big thing mm -hmm. i don't think you need to stack midoriya's midoriya 3s in order to be good yeah I think if you have somebody as as a, like an All Might three player, right? I think you could slam this guy in your sideboard and feel comfortable with it, truthfully, sure. right? Like if if your opponent is being if your opponent is out aggressing you, I will just block with my Texas Smash that I I, I have right because I'm like I'm playing draw cards. I've got back alley. I've got I've got um uh valiant assault to to fill my hand i've got the characters once per once per turn once per game which is just good enough right with uh final smash like once per game go find the attack i need yeah Uh, like that's just good enough yeah um but like you know breaker two instead of the have enough cards to block if i can block but still die this guy just like pseudo solves that problem i don't know i think i think he's i think he's cool i think he answers a different problem i think uh of the characters that have been previewed he is the easiest one to build. And so I think he's going to be the most prevalent one at the MMM, which is kind of why we're going sure. over these cards, right? Is thinking about the MMM. Um, yeah. Uh, I think he's the one that's like easiest to slap him on top of your insert deck here. Mm-hmm. And, and he, he just, and put three copies in your main deck and there you go. You've got your, you've got your MMM deck. So uh, yeah. next yeah, yeah, yeah. is Bakugo three. I love this guy. I think everyone on discord who's told me this guy is bad is wrong. Uh, I think this guy's sick. Like I, I like this guy a lot. I think this guy's very, very cool. Um, I haven't he, made him yet. People are like, "Oh, he's just like bad true form," but like they do different things. He like he like clears his card pool. He gets to play really sick stun grenades, right? Um, yeah. Uh, he 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 has though that 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 bottom enhance feels like it was supposed to be like once per turn your turn but like you get to do it on defense so you get to he gets to do my favorite things that like aggressive like mid-rangey style decks get to do which is they play their whole hand and then they get to go on your turn i have cards in my hand like i'll flip these and i'll draw these cards uh yeah and and like the death symbol got a lot of really cool defense the evil symbol is like getting really close you and i were talking that he might be the guy who takes advantage of the fact that evil can play 21 zero diffs or 20 is it 21 zero discs or 24? It's something, it's it's something like, like that. Yeah. Like, it's some absurd number of zero discs. Yeah. Of just, like, on turn one, you build seven. Yeah. You just do. Uh, uh, and then on turn on turn two, right, uh, defensively, you build seven, 
keep your uh, or build uh, six, keep your character ready, and then look at your opponent because you checked a six because you're playing a bunch of Bakugos. Yeah. Your opponent tries to attack you. You flip through foundations, draw, and then don't die. Yeah. So I think this guy's really cool. neat. Um, he's the one that I want to work on the most of these of these four characters. I agree with you fully. I think that he is the neatest of the characters, and he, he definitely wrinkles my brain. Yeah. I still think Midori is the be better better than him, but I played against a Bakugo last night that um, this guy's howitzer impact cyclones are fucked up. Are yeah. fucked up. Yeah. He, yeah. he he ran out of Bakugos. He ran out of cards in hand, so he destroyed a committed foundation, drew three cards, and went, oh, a Bakugo. <laughs> kicked, kicked a card out of his card bullet, then played another howitzer. Going, and yeah. I was like, oh, wait. <laughs> wait, a, wait a minute. Yeah. yeah. I think this guy's sick. I, I, I'm really into this guy. Um, I yeah. think he... I'm down to consider Midoriya, two, Midoriya 3 maybe a little bit better just because Midoriya 3 feels a little bit more like cookie cutter maybe, right? Like the Midoriya 3 deck like tells you how to how to build it a little bit. Like yeah. you're going to play on, on good, you want to play back alley haymaker and heroic strike. On earth, you're going to play back alley haymaker and like rapid punches and the like. But um, yeah, and then I think my least favorite of the bunch is actually Shoto 3. I think he is... Um, I don't know. I when you you thought it was discard from your hand to commit and freeze a rival foundation, right? Yes. Yes. Um, I thought it was trade a resource to selectively turn off a turn off a card, and yeah. that's that's amazing. That's very good. Yeah. I so the the other text on this guy is enhance once per turn. This deck gets plus X or minus X damage. X equals the numbers of your rivals committed foundations. Um, he might be a really neat order character. I think on chaos and water there are slightly better things to be doing, but like. He gets to take that order stun package and sit on top of it just as well as anyone else has. Um, and he's not locked to keywords the same way other Shotos have been. Yeah. And I think that's the I number the one thing he has thing, going for him. If you can find speed with this guy, yeah. you'll you'll win every game. Yeah. That's really it, right? Like he puts on an unbelievable amount of damage. Um, it is it's incredible. It's very, very good. Uh like I turned two to like is it the six or a five hander that like built five with an indiscriminate shock just like hey this one's for 15 as my third move and like you did poor blocking and it had just a little bit of speed um yeah it felt great felt super super good yeah cool well yeah. i don't have a lot to say about him he's just like he's the most boring of the three and that's it's just like he's yeah yeah he does yeah, say yeah and, and, and he also doesn't say non-throw which is like relevant right he also can probably play tape swing really well yeah, yeah, yeah. If you want yeah. to go back to that like idea of like uh it, the more my opponent interacts with me, the last card that I play is like really big. Yeah, so. yeah that's cool. Uh the next one is a get loud. Are you going an order on UBS Ultra? Get loud is great, yeah. All right, cool. Get loud. Uh get loud. Combo mid block, which I think is really cool text to have on a card. I don't know if that's like been printed before. Um, but I think I think just seeing combo mid block makes this card unique. Uh also has the range keyword five diff two I for six, all chaos fire. Combo enhance, your rival discards the top X cards of their deck. This deck gets plus X speed. X equals the highest printed difficulty of a non-attack card in your card pool. And then add one card from your stage to your card pool to draw one card. Um, we had facepalm takedown that says combo high block. Okay, yeah, I I just... Yeah. So that was one of the cards that when it's it came cool. out... Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was one of the cards yeah, when it came out, cool. I was telling everyone it was bad. So that's probably why I didn't think about it. <laughs> <laughs> um i just put it in my my all all might four deck and i think that deck is going to be a little a little nutty actually sure. but 
I digress. This it's one just is all throws. It just pump three. Okay, sorry. You're good. Uh, you're good. This one's what like a six diff. That can be like kind of uh, non-attack card. Your your rival discards the top card of the deck. This attack gets plus X speed. X is the highest present difficulty of a non-attack card in your card pool. So the play is. You just play Eraserhead 3, right? Like, yeah. this is what they wanted to do. You play Eraserhead 3, you draw your two cards, this is under the all symbol, and then you combo enhance because your character has a mid-block. They discard one, you get plus six speed. So it's an eight high for six, and then add a card from your stage to your card pool draw a card uh, with Bakugo or Shoto. If you've built a character card, you just add it in. But the issue is when you add it in, it goes behind it, so yeah. you can't combo with it yeah and so like i don't know it's okay it's cool also in eraserhead it's actually a seven high because eraserhead's a five diff oh true 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 true, true. Yeah, that's so. fair that's fair you can randomly do cute twice things on chaos yeah right um play the uh add add up the add up the character card give it your your the speed if you can combo it previously play the two diff and then just build your character card back in real quick. Um, that seems like a lot of work. Like a lot of work. It doesn't work with character. Cannot put a character in with it. You. Uh, I might be reading half a chat. I'm sorry. Um, all in all, this card's bad. Yeah. This card's yeah. not not that great. Um, it's it's par for the course for a present Mike card, you know. True. <laughs> we, we just don't want this True. guy to be good, apparently. So yeah, the reason this guy's not a pro hero and a teacher is because all his cards suck. <laughs> he has to be the teacher. He can't. He can't go and do the thing. So quick thinking's the next one. Do you think this is the when they told us we would get a replacement for unwavering slash? This is the card they meant. Did they say that? Did they say that we would? Not so. No one ever like came out and said it from Jasco. But if you like talk to like Jeremy Ray or like Tim at a, at an event, right, and you were like. Hey, I really loved Unwavering Slash and like my cool Staff Strike deck. They were like, "Oh, well, you're gonna get a like." I promise you, there's something that replaces Unwavering Slash in that deck. Um, uh, this is like the closest thing that's come out in the last like since since the card's been banned. Uh, I think this card's really neat, and I think it's like it's crazy that I'm saying this. It probably deserves the two check because it builds anything that's not unique with a check value of five or six. So mm -hmm. it can build assets, it can build characters, it can build um cool foundations right um it i think of the two check is fine yeah. if you let's pretend your opponent's in deadlock right you play quick thinking remove a readied face down foundation go grab your quick create yeah under these three symbols there are plenty of fantastic foundations to just i'll play this move i'll remove this ready face foundation foundation i'll grab uh passing the torch i'll grab <laughs> i'll grab uh my opponent's a deadlock i'll grab uh a uh, villainous entrance or whatever that card's called flip stuff too right like like there's moves there's really so, good moves that this thing can grab um the number one negative the though is, is oh go ahead go, go ahead. ahead i was gonna you're say good, you're good, you're good. my biggest negative with this is that you like to do your flow card thing and this is not a card that kills people it's not a card that disrupts people it can be it can build cards that disrupt people but for a yeah. card that's just supposed to like help you gel your game plan together, it's not worth a two check. Mm -hmm. Completely agree. Yeah. Completely and totally agree. It is yeah. it is exclusively a flow card. Um, and there are better flow cards than this. Right? And and your foundations are better at flowing. And so your attacks should just be really good at attacking. Yeah. Right? Um this this 
in a different world, this card would see play. Not in the world we're living in. Yeah. Moving on to the next one. Maybe like in. set five, set six, set seven. Sure. This card like is a thing. It's very yeah. funny that it can't build in some of the new assets. Not, not even just like a symbol thing, but they're like like the League of Villains is a four check. Can't build that one anyway because of symbols. But yeah. Yeah. Uh, rushing in is the second attempt we've made at what leaping right hook is that or full power clash. Uh, choose one card in your stage. The deck gets plus one speed for each copy of that card in your stage, so it can target assets. It can target characters. Um, Ex two kick for mid for five. This card's feels like a common, like a throwaway common in a in a main set that you would be really ha excited to have in limited. Yeah. Except it's supposed to be like make me want to buy the DLC and it doesn't. It's also that like Ida pose where it looks like he really wants to speak to the manager or shit his pants. So speak to the manager about shitting his pants. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Very similar to Ida Ida 3's art where it looks like he is just something unfortunate has happened inside that metal suit and he's unhappy about it. Um yeah. The issue with having cards like like this and and, and this could be actually be like like a, a, a fun give me, give me give me 5 minutes of your time. Do you think that the My Hero game is hurting itself design-wise because they put Ida's face on this card? What I mean by that is the kick package is just like it's defined and good. We've got the best kicks in the game, mm -hmm. right? When I look at my high block slots, because I don't care about the attacks, zone, or, or damage because, like, they get massive. When I look at my high block slots... It is Recipro Burst and Recipro, uh, uh, the, the, the three high Clearsia card, but what's that called? Card called? Excel Kick? Excel Kick, yeah. yeah. It's got Burst and Excel Kick are my high blocks. Like, those are my kick high blocks. When would I ever replace those two five diff high blocks for Never. this card? This is a bulk common. Like, like this, yeah. Never. It, it's a bulk common. And so, like, <laughs> what, if, what if they started, like, another thing that the kick that kicks could do right as opposed to kick as opposed to as opposed to speed or whatever like let's start like doing something different and interesting with it. i don't know i don't know I'm not I, so i i think i think what you're saying would be really cool if set five came out and there was like an eat of four right yeah and eat of four said enhance your kick attack gets plus one speed or plus one damage for each copy of a card in your stage right um mm -hmm. And had some other enhancer response, right? Then this yeah. makes sense to be that guy's common, right? You put this in the set, it combos with your character, right? You can make this thing like a six mid for seven with your character or an eight mid for five with your character. And then you can have like something that's got like combo, whatever, combo EX or something, right? And hey, this this card's EX rating increases by the amount of a card. Like you do, you, you, you take this idea oh. that kicks are going to be cards in your stage. But the issue is this is just a throwaway DLC card we probably will not see yeah. a kick card who cares about this theme ever again. Right? This is like a one yeah. and done. Like, but like if they made a dedicated kit, Eda 4 was going to be this like seven hander who was able to slap stats onto things and uh, cared about the amount of things you put in your stage. Or you put Deku on this card or something, right? And you make Deku, yeah. Deku 3, instead of being a DLC character, is in set four, which I think there's probably reasons why he wasn't, but that's that's kind of just like theory crafting. Um, and, and his gimmick is going to be kicks that care about cards in your stage to kind of copy what Deku 2 was doing, right? Deku 2 wanted you to get a lot of the same cards in your stage. He wanted you to build in re repeat copies and stuff. Yeah. 
uh, and you, yeah, make, yeah, yeah. you kind of like show, hey, this is Deku three getting a little bit stronger. Now he now he can give stats based on his repeat foundations, and maybe he can like enhance, you know, build a zero that you have a copy of, or build a one that you have a copy of, or something, right? Like, right. Um, but yeah, so anyway, this just feels like a throwaway. Build a three comment. you have a copy of. We're getting yeah. rid of all zeros. Remember, yeah, we're getting rid of all zeros. Yeah. So um, the next one you like a lot, shocking entrance. This card's correct. This card's so sick. Okay. This card's so sick. Uh, four three too low for five. Already like a decent enough stat line, right? Like, you like five damage. Any amount of damage pump says that you want to block this. It's got charge fury and ranged. The three like three of the four best keywords in the game, right? It's just missing missing punch. Um, and then enhance this attack gets two speed. Only playable if it's the only card in your card pool. It'd be crazy if there was a fire character that says discard a, a character card. Your move gets two damage and then clear a previous card out of the card pool. So in Bakugo, under the fire symbol, this thing gets 2-2 two, two for free and you clear oh, the card. That is really neat, yeah. Yeah. It's oh man, if like only I had a Bakugo. Enhance, discard a card, add a character card from a discard pile to your, to your hand. This card says that you get to guarantee, get the get the clear off. I... I love that this card has fury and Dinky's dumbass is just sitting there with an ear to ear grin. Yeah, like, this is a mad card. Cool. Yeah, he's so pissed off. Yeah, this yeah. card, this card, this card under the under fire bucket go three is a instant four of, and this is the card that all but killed me last night. This card by itself. Neat. He was out of character cards. He had to start playing with progressive. Just kidding. That's a really cool just combination. Kidding, I, yeah, I don't. I like that. That's yeah. Cool. Yeah, it's this 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 card is the is the single card that I went, oh shit, Bakiko three like has some has consistency now, right? It just had death or evil on it. I just don't like the fire symbol. I get it. I already I feel like paper. So play like I'm already playing a 19 health character who doesn't give minus stats on face, right? Like, but you get the draw three cards. So. But you get the draw three. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. To the it's foundations. Okay. It's cool. Yeah, the foundations are where like I think a lot of the power in this DLC is. Outside oh, of the absolutely. Characters. Uh, All Might's mentorship. Absolutely. Uh, three diff, three, four, four two control. Mid. Yeah. Got yeah, the you got, you got the ally keyword. Uh, this card does not count towards progressive difficulty to play attacks. Response: Card pool. After an attack deals damage, draw one card and discard one card. You know what this card also doesn't say? Hmm. After your attack deals damage. Oh, so if you block that's with cool. this, and you get and you decide to get hit by something, you can start sculpting your hand. Yeah, so partial blocks are neat. Yeah, right. You just partial block with this, and then get poked, and you're like, ah, I don't want this one. So that's pretty neat. That's um, cool. This is the card I know that the main Discord, the the MHACCG Discord, is like the most hyped about. Uh, this is the one that I guess there's some kind of loop you can do on the all symbol with, uh, barrage and, awarding the victor. Yes. Um, you can use barrage to unflip and awarding the victor. Put the awarding of victor to flip the barrage back on top. Draw discard, and so for as long as you, for as many cards as you have in hand, you can play harden barrage. Correct. So. Um, yeah, and under the all symbol, you know, it does say pretty. It does like draw a bunch of cards, right? Yeah, yeah, like, and, and and so I, I yeah, it, it's a cool one. I definitely think this is this is definitely a cool card. Uh, it's gonna create some more cool, like interesting decks. The issue is that it is a bit gimmicky, and right now it's like tough competitively to be a gimmick deck. 
Uh, but I could definitely see somebody sure. registering like all Ojiro 2 for the MMM with like the Hardened Barrage thing and their secondary win con being like, okay, it's turn five. I didn't kill you with my big flip, my student of the art string, but now I drew an All Might Mentorship and a Hardened Barrage and I'm going to try and kill you with it. Um, uh, I had somebody trying to do it as Nezu last night to oh, go find the piece that he needed. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. Cool. Uh, this card has two Toga symbols. Oh, for and like a gamer card that, toga or whatever. For gamer toga, this card counts as a card in the card pool that says that your other ones are super cheap, so that you're. And whenever I hit with my moves, I go I toga right. I draw a discard and then go find, that go is find cool. my uh, alleyways. Like I think yeah. that that's where this card is actually super scary. The issue is it's a three diff, and in you're already togas, playing. A, yeah. in, you're like you're already playing a bunch of three diffs. Like you have to figure out what that what that looks like. I think if you're putting this into your toga like gamer deck, you're putting this in the slot that you would put an action. Like you you don't consider this a foundation that you're trying to build. Sure, that's fair. Um, that like like when you're designing your deck right, and you go, I've got my twenty, my eighteen to twenty attacks. I've got my thirty foundations. I have four of all might's mentorship, which is basically just going to act like an action card. Um, yeah, and and that's pretty neat. Cool. Yeah, that, this one's cool. This one definitely gets like the combo. Uh, the the Johnny gears turning. If you guys are, are familiar with the magic personalities, it's the Johnny the the Johnny brain turning. Uh, yeah. Next one, Asui's friendship, which is probably the best card in the DLC. Oh, that's interesting. Uh, this thing says after your grasping tape toss deals damage, target commit two things. Uh, it doesn't target. It says your rival. Or your rival but... stun two. It turns your yeah, grasping into two. stun three. Um, yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Very very good. Very, very good. <laughs> yeah. Um This might be the it, best card. It's 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 very good. Yeah, I think uh I think this card is good. I have been enjoying it. Um I keep cutting it though. Right? I've I've literally from from two o'clock until seven o'clock when we made this podcast, I uh I built 14 decks across like a bunch of different symbols and this card always went in and it always came out um just because like there's other things to be doing right now than response reactively stun two um like my opponent has the choice on their stun two uh maybe this thing didn't have the block that it had it's a four high block but i get like you want to build it but like yeah you're supposed to build it um i i think for the sake of the mmm is kind of where I'm at for it being the best card. I don't know that it's oh, actually the sure. best card. It's like, I think for the MMM where you have to put four of these, one of these into your deck, right? You don't get to I think like, that that's a totally choice. Totally good uh, choice. You're going to see a lot of water decks. I think that are on grasping tape toss and tape swing. Mm-hmm. Uh, that are just like, Hey, all of my tape swings, all of my grasping tape tosses have stun two on them. Um, also, if I built two or three of these on turn one, they have stun six on them. Yeah. Yeah, 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 I mean this this card is this card this card certainly is like a wombo combo card, right? Yeah. Like it's one of those. Uh, th this card has big student of the art energy. Yeah. Right. Ah, fuck! You opened to Oswe's friendship. I have to full block everything now. I'm not allowed to just let you open me up for free on a turn, right? Because yeah. I don't I don't know if you're just gonna kill me. It doesn't. So so I there's a lot of talk about this one. I think this card's really good. I think more aggressive fifty card water decks are probably gonna play a lot of this. I think you're going to see it in air decks sometimes. Um, but the, I think this is mostly a water card. And the big thing here that like the big issue I have is um, 
after your ranged attack deals damage, your rival commits to foundation. So the idea here is like people keep talking about this, like, oh, it turns my such and such thing into like my I, like I even like I said, it turns my grasping tape tosses into stun two, four, six, eight, however many I have. Right. Mm-hmm. But you had to commit four to do that. Um, yep. And, and I don't know. I think it's a cool card. And I definitely think like you're going to see a Shoto twos out at the MMM who are playing for Asui's friendship and they're going to give their grasping tape toss stun two and it has stun one and they're going to stun three you and it's going to deal damage. They're going to commit this and they're going to commit all five of the foundations you built on turn one. And then they're going to indiscriminate shock you to death. Not to indiscriminate That's shock, how I um, feel. They're going to, uh, uh, name it the card. There's a water card I'm thinking of. They're just going to blow you out with it. Not indiscriminate yeah, shock. I but. Th- think honestly, like this is the most, um, uh, air Ochako deck or card I've ever seen. Right. Yeah. I like accidentally touch you with a with my first range. I tap three of these sideways to commit your whole board. I play my indiscriminate shock. I give it all the damage. Turn my character sideways, giving it speed, and then be like, "Oh, sorry, <laughs> blam." Yeah. Um, but like that turn two already happens without this card. So like, does it need to exist? I don't know. Cool. Hiroshima's assistance. That's the next one. This is the card that I think is the absolute best uh card of the set. I think undeniably. Um, all of yeah. these have the ally keyword? Yeah, they're all homies. Interesting. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I, uh, 153 low block, uh, earth, fire, void response after your rival partially blocks your attack, seal their block. Hmm. Um, first off, seal says uh, take away and can't gain, so it just auto beats Midoriya 3. Just right off the bat, like in DLC fighting DLC. Yeah. Um, I'm so tired of getting my throws or my whatever's face shielded, right? Um, I think that this card just being an answer to face shield is like so good. This card being a a, a response to all of these showdown. I'm allowed to run mids again, man. I'm allowed to run mids. Mids and highs on these three symbols. Uh, you can run mids. You can't run highs because that's fully blocked. Oh, it's this partially, blocked. Is actually partially blocked, right? Yeah. And so now under these three symbols, I'm allowed to play a bunch of cards. And now you're playing a bad three high block that doesn't do shit because I double built Kirishima's assistance, right? It, it, it is, it is as soon as I get where I have to get this and I'm slamming this into Ojiro. You're never going to face shield me, face shield my lower high ever again. It's just not happening. Sorry, man. That sucks. I think this card is going to see a ton of play uh, with um, imagine taking away just like the pesky breaker ones on Momo's moves. Imagine taking away the response. Uh, I play a mid attack and you uh, block respond with um, the card that discards my momentum. It's a shining flash. No, 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 no. I earned that momentum. I'm going to play with it. Like there's, sh- there's so many, there's so much. They printed a whole kit of response on block abilities. And this card says, no, thank you. You thought defense and, and disruption was where it's at. Kirishima, once again, is shutting the, shutting you down. I was on board with you until you pointed out that it says after they partially block your attack. I like this way less now, but... I mean, it's... So, there, I, I'm pretty sure there was a card that exists... Because this is just a... I mean, obviously, it's a generically good card, right? Yeah. I think it was a Crash Man card that might have been where it's at. Crash, C R A S H, uh, called. Hmm. 
I don't remember what it was called. Short fuse. It says after they partially block. It's a it's a one five three high block. After opponent partially blocks your attack, seal their block. It was it, like like that card saw at least sideboard play in in a lot of decks. Sure, I, was I can seeing. see it as a sideboard. Yeah, I was a not... pup and I sucked back then. But like I think that I think this card exists and I think um I think that they just printed they just printed a a whole set of if block do a thing. I'm in. Yeah. I'm in. Yeah, let's talk about the worst card in the DLC. This card was almost there. Almost. This card's unplayable, dude. Uh it's just the cost. It says remove. If they both said flip, we're in. Yeah. If they said flip, it's it's fine as a three four. So this is a three, reprint four. of blueprints, right? But but worse. Correct. Yeah. Way worse. This card is good. All right, we're gonna time out a little foot. That's fine. I get it, buddy. Hey, go take a This card take a is lap. bad. This card's not take good. Unable to timeout user? Oh no, Twitch, what? <laughs> Dang. All right, fair enough. There you go. Thank you. I hit it for a big that, number too. And that's and that's why you have a sword, my guy. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so for for those listening, it's a Uraraka's encouragement, three diff, four control check, two low block, chaos, good life. First form remove. Search your deck for one character and add it to your hand. First form remove. Add one non-unique foundation from your discard pile to your hand. This is a spiritual reprint of blueprints um blueprints was a red horizon card unique commit add a character from your discard pile to the top of your deck and then form a flip search your deck for a character card reveal it and add it to your hand um i have to build my three diff foundation and then remove it from the game to get an effect that's like whatever i have to build my three diff remove it to go get my other three diff that doesn't that isn't a foundation. I don't know, man. This yeah, this card is a uh, rough. This card's yeah. rough. It's, it's it doesn't even like feel good to build in with the uh uh friends with animals. I I would love to see somebody make this work at the MMM. I just think this might be like I actually think of every card previewed from this DLC. Right, the the that we're that we've gone over today. And let me mm -hmm. let me go back to page four for. For this oh i'm sorry i have to uncheck uh i have to uncheck my hero because they're not legal yet so they're not they're not on uvs ultra as my hero cards um of all of the cards you could convince me that like the re all of them will see some kind of play that we might come across some of these on stream i would be just genuinely surprised to see an uraka's encouragement and play at any point i think the only deck that is even remotely allowed to play it is twice because i think I think first form remove, go grab twice, build twice, don't die next turn is like this is the world's this is the world's worst um But twice has uh, to have so stuff obvious. Is, like like twice has <laughs> so this searches your deck for a character, only your deck, Correct. right? You can't go to Discord. Correct. Twice Correct. has what is he? He has Whiplash. Whiplash, Whiplash which adds from Discord, discard, right? Uh yeah. and, do I know uh, you? Do I know you? And yeah, I. Uh, <laughs> Wouldn't we just play? Do I know you? Instead guess, of this card. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. It's it's okay. What happens if your three characters are the last three cards of your deck? 
I don't know. Uh, shuffle better. Yeah, you got uh, me. Go to game yeah, two. You got me. <laughs> uh, yeah. If you're twice and you're down to the last three cards and you haven't seen a twice yet, you probably lost that game anyway. So like, um, cool. Uh, that's the DLC. I think for the MMM, this is a lot weaker of a concept to me than they did the first time. I thought the first time was like a, a, a home run. Uh, what did I say the one time? A slam run home dunk. Uh, yes. when I couldn't get my words out. Uh, I thought the first concept of like only playing with set four characters was really neat. I think this is a really weak concept. They obviously could not do, they couldn't do play a DLC character because then it's a four character format. And if one of these is just like heads and shoulders above the rest, then it's not fun. Um, yeah. I mean, you could, you could limit it to play any of the DLC characters, right? Like yeah. you have 16 characters that you could play and that's technically more characters than, than the format we had last week, right? Yeah, it's more by, yeah, by like, yeah, by like six. Yeah. So. And so, like, the format would be open, um, but the, the big thing there is you don't get, I mean, Jasko, you're awesome, we love you, whatever. You don't push your sales for your DLC, right? Yeah. And so it's a marketing ploy. To be fair, like, to be fair, hold, hold up. We're paying a thousand dollars just to just have people come and play this tournament, right? Hey, go buy the DLC. It's the least you could do. I, I think I think that that mentality is totally chill. I would have loved to have seen this Mega Money Monday happen two weeks from the day that the DLCs came out, so that everybody had a fighting yeah, chance to go get it. had a chance to go right? get them. If you ordered them from unfunstuff.com, Bromley didn't have to priority ship them to you. Uh, yeah. He could just ship them to you normally, and they would show up. Yeah, that's my big issue. Is 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 the you have three days Timing. to get this DLC. Um, I would honestly be shocked if this was max max capacity. Yeah, I agree. I would be I agree fully. Would genuinely shocked if this was max capacity. Um, it does it does stink to say that and be like, oh, I also want to cast this event, but like, yeah, this 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 is this is really rough. The timing on this is rough, this especially considering some stores didn't get their set four on time, right? Like, yeah. Yeah, 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 and, and and like like you're punishing the the players for they want to go get this DLC product. It's just not available to them, right? And and time, this is pushing for people to to go and get it. Um, I think if if they you literally pushed it back a week, two weeks, right? I don't know what their timeline looks like, right? If you literally just push it back a week, two weeks, it fills up like that. I'd play. I'd I'd. I hella play. Yeah. There's no shot that I get this DLC. No shot. Yeah, there, there's definitely no way that, that that like I'm interested in doing this. I'm confident we'll get ours only because I know our DLC is currently sitting in the storage room in the other location because we got it like six weeks early. Um, oh. But I like I'm just not interested. Trying in this. to ship a homie too, or? <laughs> uh, I don't even know if I have enough for my local players to get. But if we do, Ooh. yeah. Okay, ordered, let me know. Well, yeah, I'll let you know though. Um, yeah, it, it's a cool concept. I think it's a lot weaker than the last one, but it, it definitely, if you want to have a shot at winning 125 bucks playing the card game, playing three rounds of a locals, basically, right? This is a perfectly good opportunity. Easy way to pay for those DLCs. You just had to get. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. We'll give you 125 dollars, and you had to pay 60 dollars. Uh, 60 dollars plus 20 dollars shipping to get to you in time. Um. Yeah, other than that, I think the only other thing we had to talk about today was kind of Oceanic Prep, right? We are four four days away if you're, or Wednesday, th three days away, right? No matter if you're in Australia, we're three days away. And if you are in uh, uh, the U.S., we're, we're three days away. 
I'm gonna be live, aren't I? You are probably going I'm gonna to be, be live, live all the way up until that happens. You could just keep doing this podcast forever and people won't know that they're supposed to gift you subs. You could just hmm. stay awake for the next 16 hours. Yeah, uh, there is a banner at the top of the podcast. Oh, I don't know dang. if I have, and the timer's on screen and decks played. Like, I have <laughs> royally screwed myself. Damn, um, you passed, Tam. You've ruined me. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's a last minute prep. I think at this point, if you're undecided on your character or what you were going to play, uh, uh, uh oh. <laughs> we're kind of at the point where you should be fine. You should be finalizing those, like, last two sideboard slots but uh tam do you know what you're gonna play for the event no oh i'm 90 percent locked in okay um i uh the question is is do i want to i have i have two choices do i play odro be the bandwagoner have a quote-unquote easy day play subathon matches in between my rounds or do I play Tokoyami and be scared of Odra all day, but like feel more comfortable piloting the deck, right? Because I, I think that I play a fine Odra. I think I play the bird better, right? I think that my like my, my core mechanics are just better with with uh, with Tokoyami because I've played it more. Um, but like making the hard niche choices are a little harder to see with Odra from my eyes, from my perspective. Um, and so like, and I I, I don't uh, I don't get a lot of practice time with these very specific decks yeah. because I'm doing this dumb challenge. And so like, do I go back to the comfort food that I think I could get the top cut with, but have a chance to get blown out by Ojero's or do I just roll dice and just play Ojero? There's, there's, there's where I'm at. The, I think that, so I think that Ojero too, for those listening, we've kind of hyped that character up a lot over the last few weeks. Uh, I think I think that character is the best character if you have one day of testing to go and play because there are going to be very few situations that pop up where you lose because you made a misplay or like you didn't see a line. The lines are pretty clear. There are there may be one game in the day where like you take a clearly incorrect line, but for the most part, he is play the zones in your hand, flip student to put the zone you don't have. Um, right. I was telling, I was like telling my like locals who were like testing the deck. I was like, yeah, I think if you guys wanted to play in an event and you had one day of testing and you wanted to play Odro two, that would be fine. Or you had like four days of a week of testing. Um, but like, you're going to miss little things like tight lift. Like, should I be tight lifting on this first attack? Right. Do I, is yeah. the one damage I'm going to miss on this attack? They're not blocking going to lose me the game. Um, uh, there is a there. There is very little error to be made in the deck. There's a lot of errors that can be made in just playing aggro in general, right? Yeah. Like aggro has a skill set. Even if people, this is a topic that we can have one day. You know who would be great for this topic if Kevin Broberg is still listening? Because him and I talked about this before. Um, aggro has its own skill set in like finding lethal lines and like, you know, you you were watching me play Jiro games where you were like, oh, I don't think Andrew can win. And then I would take a line. You're like, I would have never done that, but it won you the game. Yeah. Right. Like there are lines you can take with aggro. It's, it isn't just like mind numbingly easy. You're going to have, a, you're going to have your fair share of games where you saw orange played orange. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, you know, I, I like to describe aggro to my local players and to, and to even your chat whenever I'm on stream. Right. <sighs> like this. You know that turn in the control deck where you draw three attacks, you're at four, and your opponent is at full health, 
and you're like, I have to make these three attacks deal 28 damage or I lose. Every yeah. aggro turn is like that. Every time you draw an aggro hand, you're going, this has to deal my opponent's life total. How do I get there? Um, and a lot of times it's self-explanatory. You play the move, you give it speed and damage, you ship it. Sometimes you draw two attacks and they're at seven and you're like, I get to draw one card this turn. I can give one move three speed. I can give one move three damage. Both of my moves are for four. How mm -hmm. do I deal seven points of damage this turn? Yeah. I don't, if I pass turn, I'm losing. I don't win the game if I say pass. Um, uh, so, so there, there's definitely some skill into playing like an aggro deck. Every single, every single time you draw your hand, you're going, how do I put my opponent to zero? So that's, uh, that, that's that, sort that of is like a mindset I don't have. <laughs> yeah. Every single time I draw my hand, even if it's one attack, I go, can I put my opponent to zero? Which is why sometimes on your stream, people might watch me like when you were showcasing me playing other people where they can see both of our hands where I would draw my hand, it'd be one attack and five five foundations, and Mitch would be at, like, 32, and I'd be like, can I make this deal 32? And it would take me, like, 10 seconds to see if there was any line that ever gets there, and i go, okay, no, I'll build my hand at your turn. <laughs> sure, um, yeah. But, yeah, that, that's... the the There are way easier aggro turns, but, like, aggro still has to get those 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 points of damage in. So I think if Odro 2 is a deck you're thinking about, you should start playing it today. So the really obvious turns make sense, and then maybe you have a little bit more practice with... Uh, with the turns where you're like trying to sneak in a point of damage here and there. Um, other than that, very good advice yeah. for somebody who is not trapped in gamer prison. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I think, um, I think, uh, I think Odro two is going to be really well represented. I think there'll be Tokoyamis. There'll be Jiro's. I'm curious to see how many new characters get registered. Um, you know, this is the first regional. There's less on the line yeah. for these regionals, right? Uh, for most people in right? general, right? But like, getting your invite is theoretically easier this year to Nats. Uh, getting your Worlds invite will be harder. There's just like nothing on the line as far as like you have to do well to maybe get a chance to go to Worlds, right? Yeah. Hmm. Um. But uh, Eraser Head's good, you know. If you've got a lot of practice on race red, please don't pick up a racer head tomorrow and start going. That's the deck I'm playing for Oceanic Regional or whatever. Um, Actually, I'm playing an OZ. Do that. That's that's good. That's good. That's good. Uh, that's good advice. Um, I think that you should everybody should follow that. I think. But yeah, I, I think that I think that there's a I think the format's very narrow if you're looking to win this event. If you just want to show up, have fun, play a couple rounds with some boys from overseas, and you're from the U.S or whatever like cool you register whatever you want you can go four and three five and three um whatever i think it's seven rounds um you, you can have fun doing that for sure i just don't think it's i don't think that this is as nearly as open of a format as we've had in the past i think there's like mm. four or five decks to be playing but I don't know. Do you have any prep advice? Anyone who's got some prep? What what, what do you think? You're 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 three days out, Tam. You you're not doing the subathon. What are you doing this week to get ready? Oh, I'm just uh I'm just jamming games. I think uh I think jamming games I think theory crafting is important. I think um I think uh uh um I think going through and making sure that you know what you do versus literally 
there's 101 characters in the game and so like what 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 are your niche matchups and like what do they look like even if it is oh i just steamroll them right um i think that this is important for the sole reason of the first deck i ever played uh on stream i fought against musk uh, first time i ever fought against muscular i played as asui 2 hmm. nothing that character could do on defense and I just like I, I spun the wheel or I was like, you know what? I recently made an Asui 2 deck. I'll bring in my Asui 2 and then they loaded in muscular. So it wasn't even like like but we got we got in d into my attack turn. He blocked with a move, went no cards in hand, and wanted to build down an attack. And I went, No. Kick that four damage. And he was like, Oh, I don't know how I beat your deck. And I'm like, I have a good matchup as Asui 2. I think going and finding those little things where like what what does beat your deck right what are the small interactions because if you're doing your homework everybody else is doing their homework so you need to do the homework on their homework that is the metic game hell yeah yeah cool yeah i think for me it's just uh at this point i hope you are finalizing like sideboard niche sideboard choices you've gotten your games in against your jiros your tokoyamis your odros your 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 eraser heads. Um, I think you should be testing into like eraser head Momo to figure out how your control matchup is with your deck. Um, I would love to see someone in chat who tells me that I'm wrong about the game and 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 and, and that their pet deck is better than I think it is win the event. Um, you know, I think there are a lot of decks that I would put in like contention to be like top sixteen. But I think there are only a handful of decks that I am confident in saying will like be in the top four. Um, yeah. And I would love to see, I'd love to have one of you in chat next time we do this podcast be like, yeah, well, I got third with my Cementos deck, you fool. That me? <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was my, that was my Tamron impression. Um, <laughs> I guys think Cementos is really remember? good right now, but, <laughs> but that's fun. You guys remember Tam, I haven't looked Tam at... Cementos yeah, meta, his era, the Cementos era? That deck had good matchups. That deck had that deck guys, had a stellar Momo matchup. Do you guys remember being a nine-hander versus Momo with plus seven damage on every move is sick. It's guys, so sick. Do you guys remember when Tam was really into Cementos and then was on stream round one of Pasadena and got searing glacial storm twice? <laughs> Tied. Tied. Didn't and, lose. And then Didn't got lose. Mona Mud. And then, got and then last Mona. round, my winning in or winning in asterisk. We never know. Yeah. The the math no the scientists are are still uh, the scientists are still undecided if I would have uh, if I'd have beat uh, Eggman if I'd have gotten in but you know I love when you walked up and said I played against Monoma I didn't know what to do <laughs> I lost like I played against Rough. Monoma and I lost I know um, I won oh did you I thought you said you lost that match I, I, I lost as as Cementos Batted into Kirishima too back when he was a uh, schnutz and wind. Oh. I can do this. I can just slam him. <laughs> yeah, we 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 took off the training weights. Yeah, yeah. We took off the training weights, huh? We took off the training weights. Um, God, I remember the Cementos era, where Phil and I were arguing with you to put good cards in your deck, and then you put the good cards in, and you were like, "Yeah, you guys were right." The one thing that I learned is is that I'm trying to trust my teammates. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh -huh. I'm trying to, yeah. Well, Tam, do you have anything to, 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 to wrap us up before I send everyone off into the good night? 
no, I think I'm I think I'm good. I'm excited for the weekend. I'm uh I'm excited it's going to be uh, it's going to be fun. Yeah, me too. So if you guys are interested in getting those DLC or any cards for your decks, you can over to unfunstuff.com and use code Andrew, all caps. Andrew, do not use code TAMCARD. I will find out. I know where you live. Uh, Mm -hmm. You can support Mm -hmm. Christopher Bromley. That's the most important part here. We're not trying to support the stream or the podcast or whatever. Uh, If you're catching this on YouTube, whenever I post it on YouTube and Tam is still live, come drop him a sub. Trap him in Gamer Prison even longer. Twitch.tv slash am cardwell i think that's gonna do it for us though we will see you next tuesday at 7 p.m right yes the following tuesday will we still be here when you have to go to orlando i have no idea okay cool anyway we'll see you next tuesday bye everybody (laughs)